What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Love Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com. Welcome, friends. You're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we always appreciate your time and your company. My name's Imran. I'm your host uh, for today. And a uh, quick reminder before we jump into today's episode that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet radio station that broadcasts from London and is incredibly fortunate to host shows from across the whole wide world, exclusive shows for your listening pleasure. Um, across the whole wide world so would love you to check us out at blueandgreenradio.com you'll find our radio stream broadcasting uh, every minute of every day we have a, a huge amount of reviews of, um, of brilliant new music uh, as well as our full backlist catalogue of these podcasts uh, which see me talk to uh, fellow blue and green radio presenters as well as some as well as some incredible artists like our guest today uh, today we're talking to laura benedict from the amazing seventh sense who released uh, their debut album june 2022 uh, the album is called light and chaos they're based in bucharest romania and i really couldn't be more excited about it and i've i've um I honestly, I'll take any moment I can to, to scream about my my sort of affections and adoration for this album. It's a beautiful piece of work and I'm so incredibly grateful to, to Laura to, for taking the time to just to hang out and kind of talk about all things related to this project. And um, uh, it is a stunning, stunning project and it's incredible to think about uh, the sort of the adversities that Laura will describe in the conversation about the things that may have prevented it from kind of coming to fruition. So the fact that it exists a as a piece of art in its own right is a beautiful thing but the fact that it persevered through kind of all kinds of obstacles and and things like that it just it makes it all the all the more sweeter in its own way and um you know, I, I think Laura is an incredible uh, artist with an amazing vision and incredible inspiration uh, uh, that she is. So I, I hope people realise that. I hope people listen to this episode and explore the project. You can pick it up via their Bandcamp page. Um, we'll give you links in the description. Um, and I uh, look forward to uh, people checking out the episode because it's it was a great one to record. I could have kept Laura talking for a long, long, uh, a lot longer. I had so much to talk to her about, but I was my of time so i um but hopefully we'll be able to reconnect uh for an episode in the future for subsequent projects um we uh, regular listeners of the podcast will know we feature two songs uh per episode our guest in this case laura will pick the closing number but i have the luxury of picking the opening one and uh, <laughs> it's a really hard pick but from the uh light and chaos album i am going I'm still undecided. I'm going to go with Two Moons with uh, Will Fright. It was a real toss-up, man. There's a beautiful song with Wild Birds. There's a beautiful song called Pain. 
um, yeah, so much, but I'm going to go with uh, with Two Moons, uh, the album opener, and I think it's a great introduction to the project. Once again, a huge thank you to Laura for her time, and um, and to you guys for checking out the episode. Uh, you can find us as always on blueandgreenradio.com, um, and we hope you check out uh, the radio station and other episodes of this podcast. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, with great pleasure, we get to announce uh, Laura Benedict and Seventh Sense.
firstly, thank you so much for hanging out. I really appreciate you taking the time. No, thank you for for the invitation. Oh. I'm really super excited, and for all the support, it means a lot. No, you're very kind. Thank you. But you you just said you're having a great summer. I mean, what better way to kick off your summer with 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 the release of your own like your own full length album that you've been working on for ages? So a huge congratulations to like what a brilliant brilliant piece of work you must be. You must be so thrilled with how it's being received at the moment. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I I really am proud. I mean, it was a really really long process, and it's super nice. And I'm super grateful for how it's turned out in the end. I mean, I I love the songs. I love, and I'm so so grateful for everyone who who was part of it. And yeah, the feedback is pretty much amazing and good and that that's what makes me happy wonderful i mean yeah it's it's amazing and it's all it's all really deserved it's it really is beautiful you said it's been work you've been you know, you've been working on it for a really long time how long has everything been kind of in the pipeline i mean you've did was was it were you was any part of the process hindered by covid or quarantine uh periods at all or does the making of it fall before or after that in any way uh well not really i mean we it was it wasn't uh, a covid problem and we didn't stop it because of that um i remember like in october 2020 we i mean he things uh, started up i mean gigs were happening again here in bucharest and we also had a gig and it went really really well and after that i, I told the guys like it would be amazing if we could uh, record an album with all of our songs. And we found uh, someone where we could uh, record the album. It was like a friend of a friend of mine. And yeah, it was pretty intense. Like we recorded it four or five days. But after that, with the post-production, we didn't really get along, unfortunately. And it took, I think... I mean, we finished it in at the end of October, and then the post post production went through till June. But I didn't really get along with those people, and they really didn't get my ideas and vision. So I decided to put an end to it, like mm. last year in June. Mm. So it was a really tough decision to make because uh, I, I mean it was almost done, but. I mean, we have, you know, we have nine songs on the album. Mm -hmm. And for example, a thing that really bothered me was that they wanted to to take out like four songs from the album. So it would have been an EP. Mm -hmm. And that really wasn't working with my idea and my vision and the story behind the songs and the album. So it was a tough decision to make, but I had to put an end to it mm -hmm. in June last year. Wow. And after that, yeah, I called a really good friend of mine and also an amazing jazz vocalist from here, uh, Luisa Zahn. Right. She's also on the record. Is, yeah. And yeah. she told me like she has uh, an amazing friend and who who works in one of the best studios here in Bucharest and he will, uh, she will call him. And she did so. And we she booked us like two days in July last year. Yeah, Amazing. so we recorded everything, but I was really, I was still struggling a lot. I mean, the whole process with the first try to doing the album, 
really, I mean, it was hard and uh, quite depressing, I, I'd say wow. a bit. So it was uh, for me a little bit hard to to start again and to re-record everything and to just do the whole process again because I was a little bit scared that it's not going to work out and I wasn't really ready to go again in such a such a situation but it turned out really great. I mean, with whom I've worked, Jeronim. Uh, is is his name and we did like an amazing team and yeah we, as i said we recorded it in july today at the end of july last year mm. uh then for three months i didn't listen to the to the songs at all because i didn't know if i want to do the album to be honest and then i decided okay i think i'm over what happened so let's try again and i called uh Yeronim and we started working on the album since October, like I was, I think, almost every week in the studio with him, which I loved. It was something I really wanted to do from the very beginning, to go in the studio and to to share what my vision is, what my ideas are regarding the songs. And then he also came up with lots of amazing ideas. I mean, when I didn't know where to go or what in what direction to go with the songs he always completed my ideas and it was really perfect so we worked i think till uh end of may yeah so october till end of may it's very difficult i imagine i mean you you're in a situation where i guess people are saying uh they have more experience than you and they they have you know a clearer picture of what what you should and shouldn't be doing but then you're in a situation where you know what you want to achieve and you know what your art is supposed to sound like and look like and it must be difficult and it, i guess an incredibly brave thing for you to do to say all right we have to stop because i don't want to compromise what i have you know what i've been working towards yeah 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 exactly yeah, it, it was it was really tough. And to be honest, like when I, like I wrote the the guy I've worked with before, like we have to meet because we have to talk. And I was I was really scared. I mean, uh, I, I really didn't want to do it. And at some point during that conversation, I was like, OK, you know what? Like, forget it. We're doing it. And that's it, even though I won't like it. But uh, it was a tough, tough uh, environment. And. Yeah, a pretty intense one, but I had to do it. I had the, I was lucky that uh, a really good friend of mine, who is also the guitar player in our band, Lucas, he he came with me, and that like he was really was my my rock mm. there. Like uh, yeah, I couldn't have done it without him. Wow. But the 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 guys also supported my decision, and that meant a lot. Like those few days when we were talking about like should we do it or should we put an end to it they they really helped me and they were there for me so that really meant a lot mm. but indeed it's it's hard i mean yeah, yeah. plus as i said after that it took like three months to to really decide that okay now i can start over and let's see what we recorded and how the song songs sound yeah amazing i mean did you um did you always have a very clear idea of of what you wanted Light and Chaos to be? I think you 
on the on your Bandcamp page for um, almost five, you 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 reference that song as the only one that wasn't planned. So, like, what level of planning kind of went into say the other songs, or just the the sound of the album in general? How how does that come together? Is it something that progresses and forms its own kind of life, or you at the beginning you know exactly where you wanted it to go? Mm, no, I think it's uh, as you said, it's more like a, a process and a progress. Uh, like of course, almost five wasn't planned. I mean, it was we were jamming before a rehearsal, but the other ones, like we had some ideas. the The nice thing about us is is uh, that we compose together. So all the songs you hear, almost all the songs are like a collective composition, if I can call it like that, and. Um, they were like composed in different periods of time when we were in different in different uh, situations and uh, i think yeah every every song represents that kind of time when we we composed them um regarding lighting chaos i mean i didn't think about it like okay maybe we will have an we will record an album like we formed three years ago and i really didn't i really didn't think about it to be honest and we were just like okay let's have fun let's meet let's compose and put some gigs and see what happens and we had some ideas like i i knew okay i want to to write a song about um for example how I don't know, teachers treated us in at university. So I told the guys this and then the song uh, after Leipzig, like I think it's the first song. Right. That, yeah, that happened. Or uh, how did for how, example, how did teachers treat you at university? Man, it's, <laughs> was it not uh, good? It's tough. No, not good. I mean, I don't want to, okay, to sure. be mean or something, but it, it's tough. I mean, we we really had a, a tough time and yeah it, it's another like a super sure. long okay. subject but uh i mean the jazz department here in bucharest is really small right and uh we aren't really encouraged to do our thing or to do our i don't know to compose or share our projects and stuff like this when we do they say it's not jazz or that they don't like it or right yeah and that the in the classes they're yeah it's it's not a pleasant environment unfortunately so yeah that's what that song's about and i really wanted it to to put it into a song because it really affected me but also the others i mean i don't really have a friend who studied there, who has a good opinion about what's happening there. Right. I mean, it's it's sad to say that, but it's the truth, unfortunately mm-hmm. and sadly. Yeah. Wow. What is the kind of the, the, the jazz scene in 
Bucharest-like in general? I mean, uh, outside of that, say, institution, are there are there a lot of bands that you're aware of? Uh, did you guys meet from jamming? Like, how did you all come together? Is it a rare thing for the five of you to have come together in the first place with similar kind of ideas and 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 passions and things like that, or is it is there quite a thriving scene over there? Hmm. Mm, I mean, we have a small local jazz scene, I'd say. I mean, in Bucharest, it's like uh, most of the musicians or jazz musicians are living here in Bucharest because it's like the the capital and you also have the most places and clubs you can play to. And everyone is here, basically. Uh, in the country, we have also like there are some uh, bigger cities and there are some bands here and there but i'd say we are pretty much a really small community and there aren't so many bands who play original songs right i mean yeah it's like they do they do they do play standards jazz standards and but we don't like i think they're around like 10 in the whole mm. country who really play like original wow. songs. And then I don't even know if that's correct. So it's not much. And because of that, I feel like people don't really know about our scene, mm. unfortunately. But as I said, I think we were also not really encouraged to do that. Right. It, it's a pretty tough situation. Mm. I mean, you, you. I think you really have to be focused and you really want have to be like, okay, I'm doing this no matter the odds and no matter what happens or what anyone tells me. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. What What, are, what is yeah. like performing live out there? Like, do you get uh, a strong contingent of, of sort of a, a loyal, a faithful kind of audience that attend those, those kind of regular venues and things like that? Yeah, actually, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, the the audience and the people who who are interested in, in this uh, music uh they pretty much know i mean we don't really have also in bucharest we don't have so many clubs and places where we can play so whenever something happens everyone goes there and we meet and we talk and they are really supportive and especially i i can talk about my band i mean we had some gigs i mean with the pandemic not so many but we still had here and there some gigs mm -hmm. and the audience was really responsive and they loved the songs and they were always asking, okay, when does the album come, come out? Because we really want to listen to the song. So they, they really, they're really interested and they like it. Amazing. Oh, that's yeah. super cool. Yeah. That's really, that's really nice. And we always had like a good time during like our live concerts. Like the audience was really into it. Mm. So that's super, super super nice oh that's great how how did i, I know you we you mentioned that say uh, like quarantine like life and stuff like that didn't impact uh specifically light in chaos but how did it impact you say a on a on a creative level because i've had conversations with say artists like yourself who really found that a difficult period to kind of create within because they couldn't experience life in the way that they normally would or things that would inspire them to kind of create or they couldn't perform uh, obviously mm. during that period and what, what was like quarantine life like for you during that time where you did you have lots of ideas and enjoy the time to kind of create or did you find yourself a little bit stunted a little bit 
Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think, um, I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, to be honest, I was really happy and relieved because I was like, okay, I have free time. Right. And now I can I, I can really do what I want to do and I can study and do my program and so on. But that didn't last too, too long, of course. And after that, I started struggling. I mean, I didn't see my friends. I, I went back home at my parents' uh, place, which is like at two and a half hours from Bucharest. Mm. And uh, like everyone just went to their parents' home and we didn't really talk. We didn't have any contact. I I didn't really, like I studied, but there wasn't really, I don't know, like the inspiration, as you said. Mm. I was used to go to concerts, to festivals, to meet people, to go to jam sessions. And I realized, like, especially this year, that those things, like, really helped me creatively, you know? Right. And, uh, like, it really is, uh, like, they they are a really massive inspiration in everything I do and in my everyday life. So, yeah, I, I had to struggle. To be honest, like the, the first year 2020 was still okay. I mean, I studied here and there. I composed, I think, maybe two songs or something like that. But for me, 2021 was harder, to be honest. Like I felt it. I, I know I, I talked to other musicians and friends of mine who are in the art uh industries and for them was like lots of them told me like 2020 was for them like really hard and then last year it got better for me it was really the other mm -hmm. way around but now like i think we also kind of got used to it but things start to re to happen again and yeah it's it's much better yeah 2020 it was, uh, yeah no go, yeah. go ahead please it was uh, 2020 did have that, um, like you say, that kind of weird level of excitement of this. We've never experienced anything like this before. And you're right. There was this kind of, I guess, this wave of I can get this done and this done and this done. But you're right. Yeah, I think exactly. we always thought that that was on a very limited time frame. So the fact that it went into the following year made it think, you yeah, know, it was like, is yeah, this yeah. ever going to end? You know? Yeah. And I think especially mentally, it was pretty hard. Mm. Because you, I mean, you you couldn't really plan anything. You wanted to do something for the summer or for the autumn or plan a tour or a, or, or a gig even. Yeah. And you didn't know if it would happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it's right now in, in the UK, but for example, here they're already starting to talk that to talk about the, the autumn and that they will shut everything down again. Oh my gosh, really? Wow. Yeah, so I don't know if that will happen. I hope not. I mean, I, I really can't believe that they will do that, to be honest, again. But, you know, you hear all these rumors yeah. and you think, okay, can I plan a tour? Can I plan a gig? Will it happen or will it not happen? Is it worth it or isn't it worth it? And that plays a lot with your mind and mental health, yeah. especially with me. I mean, yeah. The, uh, uh are the are cases rising or something in particularly over in Romania then? Yeah, but it's not it's not that bad mm. to be honest. I mean, 
we had it worse, yeah. like really worse last year and it still was okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know what they're planning to be honest, oh, no. well, but I hope it's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I can resist like another autumn winter season without yeah. events or yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. But currently, what you know, your 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 summer would, in theory, you, there's a lot of stuff that you're planning. Uh, I imagine to get out there and kind of promote the album and stuff like that, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, the problem with us was that, um, like our Lucas, the guitar player, he's from Colombia, and uh, he he went there because, as I said, last autumn, winter till recently everything shut down so he went to visit his parents and he's actually returning arriving next week or something like that so i couldn't really organize any gigs in in the summer but we do have uh kind of there's a project here in uh, romania pretty known one uh, icon arts and it's uh it's like a music camp but really like international super big musicians coming from all around the world and they also have like a jazz department and we will go there it's like a week and i the plan is to compose new new songs to rearrange the ones we have and to make them ready for autumn season because uh we will play at a jazz festival like i think the first weekend in september and like jazz in the park it's a really big festival here in romania and after that i really want to do a tour amazing around the country with the album amazing so i focus uh, more like my energy more in the autumn season because right now in the summer everyone's just in holiday going out and i don't think they would actually come to to gigs right right and with the festivals, um, I was a little bit late to contact the the organizers. Right. So, yeah, it didn't really fit. Right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's tricky. The um, kind of, uh, I mean, going back to that kind of, we talked about the, the, the kind of COVID and quarantine stuff. It kind of, it is a an interesting kind of parallel that runs with light and chaos. I know you... Uh, alluded to i know in the band camp description as well and you've said already that 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 chaos that element of chaos wasn't specifically re- rooted uh excuse me uh, related to say what was happening in the world it was more yeah. the pressures of getting the album done but it, you know i think even just as a as a title it kind of speaks to those those struggles that everybody kind of had to kind of uh, come to terms with and deal with uh, in their own way and it's always fascinating to see projects that sort of stemmed from say that period and kind of talk to yeah, people in that yeah. way yeah exactly and to be honest that's what i i mean for me it was pretty obvious that this is going to be the album title um i mean i think there are some words that really can help someone get through it and maybe listening to the music and having the also the relation with the album title could help someone. And that was, to be honest, my goal because mm. it really helped me. I mean, when I last year, when I really was in a in a tough, in a low 
position, like that was what I was repeating myself all over again, all over again. Like I was like, there is lighting chaos. You will see like at, at some point it, it's going to happen. I know now it's like really dark and it's, you feel horrible and you don't know when it's going to end, but you have to believe that there's lighting chaos. And literally this, like these words saved me amazing and kept me going you know and that's what i really hope people will also take and that's what i love you know that uh, as you said uh, even though the title is not related to the corona and the pandemic and everything that happened around the world people can like take these words and like transpose it for their life yeah. like how how they feel about it and what they went through and i think that's an amazing and beautiful thing it is that it is it's the power of music and it's something that you've, yeah. you've given to the to people that that hear it and connect with it in that way so uh, again congratulations and thank you right thank I, you. I could say as well thank because so much. that's that, that yeah that's that's sort of that 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 beauty that music kind of does and that's something that you've put out into the world and I think that that you, you know it will resonate with people uh, in that way and you know amazing amazing to to talk to, to you guys yeah. for, for sort of <laughs> being able to to create something in that way um do you kind of um you have you have some amazing kind of collaborators uh, on the album as well i mean a lot of uk names uh yes. were these people that you were uh, kind of found on the scene or these people that you reached out to uh and uh how did that kind of recording process were you able to record together or was were those parts recorded separately yeah well those parts were recorded separately i mean everyone recorded from their home back in the uk uh i mean there's no secret especially here in bucharest i mean i like just talk about it the the uk jazz scene really really inspired me yeah. like i i discovered it like five years ago i think right and since then, you know, it's like my number one thing. Whenever I feel low or whenever I want to party or whatever, I'm just like reaching out to their music. And um, yeah, uh, actually with uh, we have Liam Shortle on the trombone, mm. which uh, is part like he's the band leader of Corto Alto, which is a band I absolutely love. Yeah. And he's also part of other amazing projects and I mean, I know Liam from Corto Alto because uh, he, I don't know if you if you know if you know them, but uh, at some point, like they did like a live session in his room, like it's all over YouTube. Right. I think twenty songs or something like that. And at some point, uh, in one of those videos, Johnny Woodham was playing on on the trumpet, which is also the trumpet player from Alpha Mist. Amazing, yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah, seeing that, I was like, okay, I want to check this band out, of course. <laughs> and then I fell in love with Corto Alto. And uh, as I said, in October 2020, we had that gig. Like it was the first gig we had after the pandemic. Right. And after that, we decided we want to record. And at that gig, uh, I we played two songs from Corto Alto. And I wrote Liam on Instagram, like, hey, I know you ha you did, like, wrote a post on Facebook at some point that we can play your songs and you gave us your, like, the music shit and so, and so on. But uh, I just wanted to tell you that we're going to do it. Yeah. And he was super happy and really, like, supportive. And after the gig, I was like, okay, we decided to, that we want to record an album. Maybe he would like to, to 
play on it, like maybe on a song or something like that. And I wrote him like a few days after the gig, like Liam, hi, we're we're planning to record an album. Would you like to play trombone on one of the tracks or play a solo or do some horn arrangements, whatever you want, just let me know. And I sent him the songs and yeah, he loved it. And that's how it happened. I, I mean, I was so, 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 so grateful and I'm super happy he's on the record because I, I like, I really have been a fan of his since I discovered him, like since day one yeah. and to have him here. And also because as I said, I really am fond of the British jazz scene and it's a dream come true. Amazing. And then we also have uh, Will Fry yes. on the percussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who's from London. And I knew I wanted to have percussion on some of the songs because I knew it was like the perfect vibe for it. And uh, I actually wrote, um, I didn't really knew who uh, who I should contact from from that scene we don't really have percussion players here in romania so i wrote uh, sam jones the drummer from who he's playing with binker golding yes, and also Nubar right, garcia yeah. and i wrote him like if he could recommend me someone and he told me about will and will was also super up for it and he loved the songs and was super supportive and i'm so grateful so yeah i'm super happy because you know as I said here in Bucharest, like I like for the past years, I was always talking about it. And to be honest, most of the songs, like lots of what we're doing, it's kind of inspired from from the UK jazz scene. Like to be honest, it's my my dream, and the guys know that. And I told them, and they also started listening to it, and they also like it. So we're kind of going in in that direction but also doing our own thing absolutely so yeah i'm super happy that we like i brought a little bit of my dream in this record although we didn't meet yet Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh yeah i'm super happy yeah i think you you cite i can't remember on one of the band camp uh uh, I think it's one of the single releases, maybe the Will Fry one. I think you you do cite uh, Ezra Collective uh, and yeah, Coco yeah, yeah, Loco exactly, and, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Shabaka, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly, and uh, actually, before we, I mean, we formed three years ago, and we didn't really have like we had two or three songs composed, mm. and other than that, we were playing mostly the tunes from. Ezra Collective, Nubar Garcia, oh, amazing. and so on. So yeah, we were like just mashing them up until we had enough songs to play our own songs. Oh, but so in the beginning, we did like lots of that. Moses Boyd, yeah, Alpha Mist, everyone was there. Mm, amazing. Yeah, and actually the people, like the audience who came, they also got somehow close to this scene. And now like really lots of my friends started listening to it and knowing about it and yeah so that's amazing it's yeah you mentioned like the sort of the uk scene it's it's pretty amazing just to even to be here uh and kind of see it like unfold the way it did just sort of seemingly from sort of out of nothing all these these names just kind of emerged and incredibly young um and to kind of have that that discipline and appreciation for jazz and to to kind of weave it into these different you know whether it be afrobeat or electronica kind of kind of sounds and it's just it's just been amazing to see them 
obviously to, to spring up, but to see so many of them on their like third, fourth, you know, fifth projects in some cases. And it's, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, yeah, as I said, we like, unfortunately, we don't really have so many bands here in Romania or Bucharest who, who play original mm. songs, you know? And then I was kind of like, forced but forced is not the the good word here but encouraged like I yeah. Try to, yeah i try to take my inspirations from other places sure. and especially because as you said they were they are all super young and i didn't have that here mm. so i was like okay if they can do it why couldn't i like really and it really helped me like even now i'm still checking everything out like whenever something comes out i'm like <laughs> the first to hear it here Amazing. in romania like, <laughs> yeah yeah i really love it like it they really help me a lot oh that's so help cool like also vision wise music wise hmm. yeah oh that's super cool i'm super grateful yeah hopefully you'll, you'll kind of have that opportunity to kind of know, perform uh with names as well and as future recordings and stuff like that so that would be amazing yeah. to see yeah i would love that amazing um why why um if i may ask the name seventh sense i was always very intrigued by it can i ask what the the thought behind it was yeah uh so i was like in my first uni year my like jazz teacher uh he had like a project a musical spoken word kind of project music project yeah and he, they had a, a gig a show and I went there, and it was with uh, tar- tarot cards. I don't know how uh, tarot cards, yeah, tarot, yeah, exactly. Mm. So yeah, and it was pretty much uh, they wanted to get the public uh, involved in it. And I, uh, I think I had like the chose the star card, okay. like that was mine. And they like they did the lyrics and the music for it, like it was all original. And as I said, I I chose the the star card, and it was like a really really beautiful um, um, poem, and I loved it. And then I wrote one of the girls like if she could send me those lyrics, and uh, it was like even now when I when I read it, it's like man, it it's describing me perfectly and there it comes like it's one verse where, where they said like it's like you've got a seventh sense right yeah and i felt like it's like it made sense somehow and it was a full circle moment with everything i was trying to do at that moment i think this was like three years ago or four years ago and uh, i also told the guys and they were they really liked it but also what's funny now, because of course we all know like they are the major five, like the, the five senses everyone knows about. And then I checked it out and also the seventh sense is something with the proprioceptive things. And the funny thing is like, uh, it's for example, the person who, it's just an example when you were going up or down the stairs at some point, Something happens with your brain and you can't really uh, focus anymore and you you skip a step, you know? Right, it's okay. And I really have that problem. Like last year in December, I like that happened to me when I went to the subway 
because I had to go to work and I fell down the stairs. Oh, no. Like it was extremely bad, oh, like no. super bad. I couldn't sleep like for two, two weeks. Oh. So I think it's funny because it's really like subconsciously, it's also this. Wow. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's description, a, a small yeah, description of myself. Well, I hope you don't. You're not tormented with memories of that every time you hear the band name. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. But yeah, that's that's where it came right. from. I mean, from that poem basically, which really describes how I am and what I think and how I feel, and then this with the proprioceptive thing, which came Amazing. after that. I mean, after I realized I have that problem <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah um there was something i wanted to ask i probably should have asked earlier we were talking about that notion of you know booking um uh you know gigs and and, and looking at sort of festivals and things like that and mm-hmm. uh, I, I suppose also that kind of notion of knowing what you wanted with your project um is it you obviously you've released you know, um, uh, Light and Chaos independently, which is, you know, amazing and uh, an incredible kind of feat. But is it difficult when you having to wear that kind of marketing hat now because you've you've created what you wanted to create and it's finished and it's exactly as you, you want it to be. And now you're at that point where you want people to hear it and you have to, you have to sort of park laura the artist and now you need to be laura the the promoter the the marketing the you know you need to put that hat on do you enjoy looking at music from that side of things and trying to kind of connect with people and try to get people to hear it or do you think oh man i wish i could just get a you know i wish that i didn't have to deal with that side of things or is it something you kind of like in its own way yeah, well, uh, it's, a, it's a good question. To be honest, I mean, like, I really wanted this to happen. And, uh, like, I always wanted, like, when I was in high school, I was like, man, I hope at some point in my life I will be there where I have to do things and just post and let people know what I'm doing and stuff like that. And now I'm here. I didn't, I don't think I imagined it that it would be this hard, to right. be honest. And it's really... It, is a little bit exhausting. I mean, doing it all alone. Mm. Of course, it was uh, like doing this independently and releasing the album independently. It was like uh, our decision to, to do it like that. But we also, unfortunately, don't have jazz labels here. Sure. So, yeah, it was kind of obvious that we will do it this way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoy, I always enjoy po- posting about the, about our activity and about what we're doing about the album. I, I mean, even like on Instagram, when I post something, I'm like thinking that I'm having a super big audience and that people will really read what I'm re- writing. Although I, I don't know if that's true, but I just love to have this mindset and I was I love to think that okay maybe there are five people who will really resonate with what I wrote and will tell a friend of the of theirs that hey look this band or look what she's doing and so on so I I really enjoy it and to be honest I hope it will grow even more because I I really would love to have this kind of bigger community and bigger audience and to to be able to share with them what what I'm doing and what we're doing 
and them to support us. I mean, yeah, it's it's the dream, basically. But it's also hard. I mean, since we released the album and also before that, like I wrote tons of emails and I'm also like posting everything also on social media myself, um, working on kind of a booklet with where, where we are describing all the, like I wrote about the songs really, really uh, with lots of details. And, you know, I'm doing lots of stuff, also the gigs and talking with the organizers, promoters and so on. So it's tough. I mean, at some point I'm like, can I please have a break? Right. <laughs> like I just want like two days or like two days don't even, aren't enough to be honest, to just take a break from everything. Because yeah. there's always a mail you have to answer yes. or reply to. And <laughs> there's always something you have to plan. So it's quite hard, but to be honest, when you see people responding or um, telling you that they they love the album or they, that they want to play it or yeah, it's I mean it gives you energy. I mean that's what happens with me. Whenever I I see that people like give me feedback, then I'm like, okay, I will write another few mails. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> who knows what what will happen furthermore? Like it gives me energy to to keep on going, and then again. I really am tired and then again I I've, something happens that gives me energy and so on. It's a it's tough but I think it's worth it. I mean in the end I I really feel it will be worth it. Yeah. And especially for with this album like cuz as I said we recorded it like re-recorded it like this is kind of the the second chance for it. I was like okay, I'm doing everything I possibly can to just bring it as far as I can, you know? Hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I really had some good responses and feedback and that's amazing. I mean, I really tried my best, but it's it's hard, but it's beautiful. I, I, at the same time. I kind of, I hope you'll, I mean, everyone has you know, uh, for, for a project or, you know, an endeavor like this, everyone has their goals and things that they specifically aim for. And um, I understand, obviously, you, you certainly have those. You want to be in a situation where you can continue um, and develop that community, as you said. But I, I and I, I really, really mean this, but I do hope that no matter what happens, you know, that I uh, that this is a project that you will forever look back at and appreciate obviously everything that you you did to make it happen you know that that perseverance that determination to not have your vision compromised and you've you've done it like it is it's done it's out there it is a perfect piece of work from front to back it is beautifully put together and played and and composed and everything it is it is just a wonderful wonderful piece of work and thank you so yeah, much but it, no but thank i genuinely you. like it's I, I, this is one of the perks i have the opportunity to say this just you know to, to you but no matter just no matter whatever happens 10 years time 20 years time that this is something that you should be able to forever look back at and just say you know what totally nailed it <laughs> yeah i mean to be honest like this was like really 
this was my 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 thought and something that was going on since we started like last year in October when we started the post production and when i heard like how the songs are evolving i was like man this is going to sound really great yeah. and now that it's done and it's out like i'm super proud yeah. like whenever when i meet my friends now when i'm out in in the city and so on or going yeah in a jazz club or wherever in a pub and i meet friends and they were like yeah i saw you 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 released the album congrats i didn't have the chance to listen to it and i'm like you have to listen to it because it's really amazing <laughs> i mean i know it's mine and i shouldn't brag but it really is like super good so i really am like right. yeah i'm i'm encouraging everyone to listen to it and like seriously it's not because it like we made it and sure. I made it and so but I feel it's it really is super good yes so, it yeah. really really is and it's it, you know as I said that everything you've done to make it happen the way you wanted it to happen is 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 inspiring so uh that's certainly a message you and me and every member mm-hmm. of the band should be stressing to people uh, a heck of a lot so, yeah, yeah yeah certainly yeah. amazing so mm. a massive congratulations. Um, Man, thank you so much. Um, I really oh, appreciate no, it. Oh, no, no, it's more, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your, your music, everything. So no, no it's my, uh, it's my gratitude. Um, I've taken up a lot of your time. Uh, so thank you so much. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's kind of just the, Yeah, me too, no worries. Yeah, uh, like I had lots oh, of that's fun. One, that's very kind. Thank yeah. you. We talked about a closing song, uh, something from Light and Chaos, maybe. It's just something for you to, to, to maybe introduce people to the album or just to have listeners uh, go home uh super happy was there anything you 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 took a moment to think of that you could play from the album or again anything that you you wanted to end end the show with yeah i mean i think uh i will go for the last song from the album and because i I mean mama's chest is like a lot of reasons because why i chose this song um i feel it represents what the album is about and what I really wanted to to kind of do with it. I mean, I I'm, I'm I usually have like lots of crazy ideas and my friends know it. Some some of them seem impossible to to achieve, but then we somehow make them possible. Mm. And with this song, it was also the hardest one to record because we have like lots of artists who are featured on the song and we were like only the five of us in the studio and we didn't really have like we didn't have Miruna on the vocals we didn't really have uh, Liam or uh, Alex on on the horns and we we didn't have a lead I mean the guitar bass keys and drums like we're doing all the same thing for a really long while, like harmonically and structure-wise, it's the same. So it was pretty hard to to record without the the invited artists. But we somehow managed to do it. And I said, like, with this song, I want everyone from the album to, to be on it. Like, in one way or another, I really want to have everyone from the album there. And it really is everyone, like everyone who had a part and took part or played on the album is here. We have like the whole, like Liam and Alex on the saxophone and on the trombone. We have Miruna on the vocals. At the end of the song, it's like a choir where absolutely, like almost everyone sang that part. Amazing. 
And yeah, I was like, you know, I don't really care if it's on pitch or if it's not. I just want to have you there. And it's like the, the, it's like what the album is about, you know, it's about singing together, being together, even though we didn't record it in the same room and we weren't there. I just want to have this out and to, to, to finish the song with the, with a positive message. So yeah, I, the album, like, of of course it's about seeing that there is light in chaos at the, at the end there is light and light always wins but it's also about community and about the people who were beside me and helped me get to this point so it was really important for me to have everyone on 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 this last song and as i said i feel it's like the the best conclusion the best final song for the album so yeah that's why i chose it amazing 